We all know and love our local businesses, but do we really know the people behind the business? Your hosts, Eric Fix and Stephen Flitico from the Genesee County Chamber, sit down with the local business owners of our region and discuss their stories and insights on what it's like owning and operating a business in Genesee County and why. Okay, welcome back. Behind the business, Genesee County. I I have a special guest host today, Sarah Stockwell, so I have to do my... <laughs> Thank you. Which which is an ongoing joke between Sarah and I in the office. Um, so go ahead and say hi, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. <laughs> uh, so we just recorded one together, but we'll do... This will be another like two weeks from then, so we might as well just start yes, right I'm, where we started from. I am Sarah Stockwell. I am the accounting HR director at the Chamber. Yes. And today... I'm behind the business, Genesee County, highlighting local businesses in Genesee County, New York. We have Judy Heisick. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. And Judy, where are you from? I grew up here in Batavia. Woo! Okay. And what business do you run? So I run Eden Cafe and Bake Shop. Okay. Which is? We just moved into a new location at 242 Ellicott Street. We okay. were uh, born inside Eli Fish in the incubator lab. Okay. And you guys were the first? We were the first incubator uh, kitchen. And? For uh, first vegan restaurant okay. in Genesee Ooh, County. That's what I was shooting for. <laughs> All right. Yes. Eden Cafe is a completely vegan restaurant and cafe. Um, and as Judy just said, they started off as an incubator in Eli Fish when they first opened, which was what, 2018? 2018, yeah. Yeah. And um, so, yes, you started in Eli Fish and you started with Maddie Gray, right? Yes. He was an amazing mentor. Always, he was very, uh, very generous with his, his knowledge and he, he was so patient in helping us get started. And uh, it was just an amazing way to start out a business. Okay. And what was the inspiration behind opening something like this? Um, well, I was always a bit of an entrepreneur growing up. I could really get into some corny stuff I did, <laughs> but I, I'll skip that. Um, and I was looking around Batavia. I kind of wanted to do like a zero waste store or like a smoothie shop or something like that. And we kept on hearing about this Fresh Lab Incubator, the Foodie Challenge. Um, and it wasn't exactly the direction we were originally going for, but we thought we would give it a shot. And so what the um, city did was they held a, a Foodie Challenge where locals could come in create their signature dish, which I didn't really have one. <laughs> but um, I did cashew and mushroom stuffed raviolis. Okay. And uh, came in second place next to Victor's deep fried empanada. So yes. I was elated that, you know, it, it went over so well. And um, then they let the top five contestants in the foodie challenge go through a restaurant boot camp to learn how the, the bare bone basics of starting a business. Okay. And if anybody hears any cheering or screaming in the background, there's a go art camp going on right now. So that's not Sarah <laughs> cheering Judy on. Um, <laughs> but okay, how about we talk more about that restaurant boot camp? What like what did how long did that last? What did it entail? That was a few months. Every couple of weeks, we would come and we would meet with a local banker or an accountant or the health department and kind of talk to them about you know what their role is in in helping a business. And we got to meet some people and make connections, which, you know, it's kind of hard to do on your own without. Well, yeah. And especially as somebody who's like a, like a sole operator, like you are, right. you know, you're supposed to cook the food, you're supposed to market yourself, you're supposed to handle your accounting and then you're, you know, yeah. supposed to find out more about how to do it the right way. Right. So, yeah. So, so that was a really great chance to meet 
other professionals and people we would really need to rely on and reach out to. Okay. And now what are some of like the specialties you have over there at Eden? Um, our carrot dog is probably our most uh, well-known. Our crunch wraps are also super popular. So those are, um, I, I personally like the mac and the uh, cheesy mac crunch wrap. So that's like a mac and cheese with a, a vegan chickpea patty inside of it and uh, buffalo sauce. So that's a really good one. I did, um, the boot camp had two other cooking challenges and one of those I did a carrot dog for. And uh, that went over really well with the judges, too. So I was like, well, I guess carrot dog should probably be on the menu. It fits kind of in a bar. It does. Bar theme. And um, so we did, when we first opened Eden, we did um, carrot dogs, cauliflower wings, and nachos. Um, and the cauliflower wings and nachos are still really popular in our menu. Um, we did have poutine, but that was, um, it was kind of tough to do because we didn't have fryers in Eden. So we baked the potatoes and um, and we made our own mozzarella cheese, which was a process and you know it doesn't taste exactly like mozzarella cheese when it's vegan but we kind of scrapped that dish and we'll bring it back as specials but um and then ever since I brought Nicole on as my chef she's really exploded the menu I mean we added the fusion bowl the south of the border bowl all the crunch wraps um we started doing the burgers and vegan sausages and stuff like that too so okay and you guys make all this stuff in-house we make a lot of our menu in-house pretty much the only thing we don't make in-house is the beyond products that we get i mean we make our black bean burgers we make the chickpea patties we make all almost all of our sauces um we make our our rolls yeah so yeah it's a lot a lot of prep work in there yeah now where do you get like your produce from uh, we were getting a lot of it from Tarantino's. Okay. Um, and we just connected up with Giambrones in Rochester. They're going to start providing us with some produce too. Cool. Very cool. Um, well, for anybody that doesn't know, um, Judy, after her three-year stint in Eli Fish, is now opening up her own place on Southside Batavia. Um, so why don't we talk a little more about that? It's across the street from Southside Deli. Yep, Southside Deli and Polka Dot, so we're we're kind of neighbors with them. Which there you is, go, the three corners. Yeah. And now really... we just need one more on that other corner. I, have a... <laughs> I think Wurtzman's over there now, yes. but they're off to the side a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a great location. I love our storefront. I think it's oh, so pretty. It looks beautiful. Thank you. And Stephen Valley's our um, new landlord. He's done a really a lot of great work with the building. Um, still an old building, so we actually am just finishing up with my electrician over there today, and it was a of wires throughout the building and we were at one point worried we weren't going to have enough power to have all of our stuff in there which was mind-boggling because it used to be restaurants and bakeries before that and so we were talking with another electrician he's like no you need to upgrade your service and he wanted to charge me twelve thousand dollars and i was like i don't want to spend twelve thousand dollars on electricity yeah (laughs) so we've had you know ups and downs getting started we we wanted to be started up in uh, mid-March, early March, actually. And now we're mid-April. And so we're looking at opening towards the end of April. We're really, we've got the inspectors coming on Thursday. Awesome. So Awesome. I was in there like, maybe like two months ago. Yeah. And you were you were in heavy construction. Yes. But now it's probably... Yeah, we're yeah. starting to finish things up. And it's, it's starting to look a lot more like a cafe and restaurant. Okay. So, um, yeah, it's... We're in the final stretch. And we talked a little bit about this when I was there, but it's it's you're going to stick more with like a counter service type. Yep. It's going to be like a quick service. It's such a small place. I mean, I don't think having a server, like full service restaurant makes sense in there. We're going to have, 
you know, probably around 15 seats, 20 seats. So nice. Yeah. Nice. I do have a couple of questions. I knew you would. I, <laughs> Sarah was pre-prepared. So if you didn't open this restaurant, what would you be doing? Oh my gosh. I never even thought about that. <laughs> I, it's, it's been, it's like totally encompassed my life these past four years. I haven't even really given it a thought. I was working at Marshall's before, but I had left them. I just, not a fan of corporate. Mm, that's tough. And so I was kind of doing my own thing before um, before I started eating. I was scheduling people to go do product samplings at Wegmans. Okay. Um, and I would just, you know, find people like, hey, you want to go make 20 bucks an hour for three, four hours worth of work pr- passing out samples? And uh, so I was enjoying doing that. And then, you know, that kind of, it was very infant that stage when Eden came along and um, the Fresh Lab and everything. And then when we were selected, it was just like a whirlwind. Of, <laughs> I had no time to do that anymore. I just totally dropped it. Um, so I don't know where I would be. That's such a good question. <laughs> what is your favorite food at your restaurant? At my restaurant, probably the... I was eating a lot of the Buffalo Mac Crunchwraps. I miss those. Sounds really good. We haven't, we haven't, we've really missed eating our food while yeah. we were closed. Yeah. We were eating out so much around town. And, um, you know, there are a few vegan options that you can get that, you know, if you omit this or substitute that. Um, but we're really looking forward so to it. So, what our- goes into a Buffalo Mac Crunchwrap? So, it's our, um, noodles mac and cheese noodles our nacho cheese which is made from potatoes and carrots okay. and seasoning so it's it's pretty good and um buffalo sauce ranch or we did have blue cheese in it at um eli fish but we're gonna scrap the blue cheese when we reopen and just do it with our ranch um so mac and cheese buffalo sauce ranch and then our buff uh, chickpea patty that nicole makes in house okay how and, did how did you do blue cheese um what did she do with that we used, um, she did some sort of a sauce and then she, like for the texture, the chunky texture, she used, um, our almond feta. Okay. Oh, okay. So it was kind of like a yeah. crumbly texture in it. I mean, it's just, it must be just like a science experiment every time you walk in there. It is. Yeah. It's, it's fun trying to recreate things and, you know, make, Where, making this. That's okay. Where do you get all these, like, I've never seen almond feta at the grocery store. Right. It's hard to find um it's hard to find some some alternatives. We make it. We make our almond feta. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so Pinterest is a huge friend of mine. Okay. It's a lot of inspiration from there. Um and it almond feta, it's pretty easy. You can easily Google that. It's almond meal, which you can buy at the store. Um and then we do shallots, garlic, lemon juice. I think that's about it maybe some salt you mix it up um in the blender and then with then you mix that with the almond meal and then you kind of break it up and you just bake it and it's um it's really good it it doesn't taste like feta but it it, you know yeah it works yeah we the recipe that i found actually it was supposed to be you put it in like a mold like you um you just put the it's like a dough and you put it in a mold and you bake it like that whole and then you break it up and we were doing that but we found we liked it better like broken up first and then baked very cool <laughs> i know it's just incredible isn't it yeah. it's just like detail overload <laughs> yeah well well that's what people are interested in though because you know your average everyday cooker chef doesn't you know have to do these things and you guys have figured out ways to 
to make things taste like other things that aren't other things, you know? It's, yeah. It's cool. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, we do a lot of the stuff in-house because you can't find it in the store. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do want people to know that. We, so we carry the Beyond Beef and the Beyond Sausage, which I think are incredible. Like yeah. they're, oh, they're so you, good. You, uh-huh. you, I mean, I really feel like you can't taste the difference between no. those things. And so we do want people to know that there are products like that in the store. You can go out. You don't have to just come to our restaurant all the time and eat if you want to eat vegan food. Um Aldi's is starting to ramp up their vegan options. Target, Walmart, Tops, they all have really good vegan alternatives for people that are looking for that. Nice. Now, um, do you guys have like a, a wide reach? And I mean, it's obviously not just people from Batavia coming here. Right. Yeah, we yeah. do. We have we have regulars come from Buffalo and Rochester. Oh, my goodness. I had um, one person told, um, told us that they go to the Batavia BJ's just so they can eat at our restaurant they they come from rochester and go to the batavia bj's yeah so they can go to eat and it's like oh that's so we love hearing stuff like that and and our customers are so nice like we hardly ever get customers that are cranky or rude or like hardly ever our customers are top notch we love them yeah that's awesome i mean to to be drawing people from other places here for something that's unique yeah you know we we feel honored we love we just love that we we love that we're here for people that that want it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So. Well, thank you for choosing Batavia. <laughs> My really, pleasure. Yeah. Really, really, because I mean, I, I'm a big proponent of you know I want new, unique things in town, yeah. and you guys are a great example of that. And, well, thank you. You know, you've been successful over a couple of years, and now you have your own spot, and it's just going to continue. Yeah, we are hoping so. Yeah. So that's just amazing. Um, now I got to cover this story because it's my favorite story, and I tell it all the time. Um, uh, a certain rap star was coming to Darien Lake, who is a vegan. <laughs> and I heard this through the grapevine, so I'm going to ask you if it's true or not. Okay. Um, did Kendrick Lamar order vegan from Eden Cafe when he came to Darien Lake? That's true, yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So he, did, awesome. he didn't ac- actually come into the cafe, but, you know, they had a Darien Lake person come and <laughs> pick up his food for us. <laughs> wow. For yep. him. Yep. Um, we've had a couple other people. I can't remember. I should really have a better, you know brag book of celebrities uh-huh. but yeah. um i don't know if it was rob zombie maybe also ordered from us and there was maybe a country one too but yeah yeah they, it's really exciting and they probably have like a publicist or something doing a quick google yep. and, you, and you guys are the ones that show up We're, so it's yep. like i oh, will order from there yeah i bet they have like a handbook and they're like oh vegan oh it's eden cafe yes okay <laughs> <laughs> so yeah when i heard that story i was just that's just so cool to me yeah. um you know, and it's it's just speaks again to your uniqueness. And, you know, there's not a lot like that around here. So when people come in that are looking for a specific type of food, Eating Cafe satisfies that. We try to. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say that the desserts are just amazing. <laughs> Thank Decadent. you. Oh, my God. There was a, the black bean brownie. Yes. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> that one's very fudgy, yes. Yeah. I need to start making those again. Yeah. Isn't that where you started more in the baking side of things? I did personally, yeah. yeah. I, I um so we had that really small menu. Like I said, we had the carrot dogs, collie nachos. Um, and then since we were doing um the carrot dogs, when we cut the carrot dogs, we have scraps. So those scraps go into our nacho cheese. It's the part that we that falls off. So you don't have a huge carrot dog, right. you know what I mean? Um, and then we still had scraps. So I was like, well, I could do carrot cake. And so it's nice to be able to kind of, quote unquote, recycle 
you know, what would otherwise go, go to waste. Um, and then the carrot cake kind of went into other desserts too. So Yeah, and you featured those around town in other restaurants, right? Alex's did have them, yeah. They were ordering for a while. Um, mostly we would do Rochester and Buffalo. We had a couple places in Rochester and Buffalo that wanted to serve them too. We're in um, Lori's Natural Foods in Henrietta and also in Abundance um, in the South Wedge area of Rochester. So they were carrying our stuff regularly too. Okay. And those are just like, like full pies or cakes or? No, we do like slices. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, I mean, see, it's just so interesting. <laughs> I'm just so happy because, you know, I, I, when I started at the Chamber, Judy was one of the first people I met with. And now to see, a, you know, five years later, four and a half years later, yep. it's just amazing. Well, yeah, and, and we can't wait to do a ribbon cutting for you guys. I am excited to do that, too. Yeah, round round two of a ribbon cutting for Judy. <laughs> yeah, the first one was at Eli, and this one will be at, now at your own place. Yes. So that's just so cool. Yeah. Um, the way we wrap up these podcasts is something that Eric usually does, but he's not here, so Sarah's going to do it today. It's called The Final Four. Uh, basically, it's just like quick hitter questions about you. Um, so go ahead. Take it away. So I want to hear more about the early days. Okay. All right. So what was your first job? newspaper carrier nice <laughs> that's awesome nice. i've never done that you did that didn't i you? did that yeah i did um i did the drummer once that was miserable <laughs> it was like it was like 500 or something where like my paper route was like around my parents neighborhood and it was like 35 houses yes. and my mom's like oh i signed you up for the drummer too <laughs> sunday morning you know 500 <laughs> drummers come and i'm like what is this she's like you can do it it's like the middle of winter so I think we did that. Me and my brother did that for like three weeks. And we were like, we're not doing this anymore, Mom. This is too much. You know, after Tough six work. hours, you <laughs> know, walking around town delivering drummers. So, yeah. What was your first car? Um, Chevy Malibu, I think. Nice. First one. Well, that was the first one I drove. First one I ever bought was a Mitsubishi Eclipse. I loved that car. Ooh. Sad to see that one go. What was the last book you read? Oh. <laughs> I think we need to change this I question. Know. Yeah, I told because it's, terrible. It's, it's a hard it's, question. It's I'm not a reader. I mean, it's, I'm sure it had something to do vegan related. So I always say, you know, if there's like an article or something that comes to mind or a blog or something that you might have read, you know, go that route. Yeah. So I, I do listen to a podcast. I listened to Stephen Fry read one of his uh, Greek <laughs> mythology books. Oh, wow. I think it was called a... Um, mythos or heroes or something like that but that was hilarious so i would, I would recommend great. that one okay oh, he's, yeah. he's entertaining yeah i would listen now, to is that. he with ricky gervais is that that guy or no a different guy uh, i no i don't know he's actually. not british is he he is british oh maybe be. maybe he is yeah there's know. a steven that's with ricky gervais so okay and if you had any superpower what which one would you have which one would you want that's a tough one between Invisibility or flight, I guess. I'd probably do flight. Do flight? Yeah. I feel like if you're flying like that, you'd be very cold. And that's why I would not want that. <laughs> I thought she was going to go like poison ivy route, you know, like grow plants. But that, that would it, be a good one. Too straightforward. I mean, I'm, I'm very basic. I mean, probably most people do flight, right? And that's That's know. been pretty, yeah. Uh, I mean, we're in... 25, 26 episodes, and I think that's that's been one of the popular ones. Yeah. That or like um, like memory, you know, like superpower brain. That's another one that that's comes a up one. a lot. Yeah. yeah. I have a terrible memory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was fun, Judy. 
Thank you guys so much for having me. I told you to be fun and easy. Yeah, it definitely was. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. This podcast is brought to you as a public service from the Genesee County Chamber of Commerce. For more episodes, listen and subscribe on any of your favorite podcast apps, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and many more. See you next time. Next time. Next time. Next time. Next time.